Before we get started on today's podcast, while I was recording, news came in that Robert Woods has torn his ACL, so that would mean his season is over. I will not cover that when I talk about OBJ later on, and I did mention something to the effect of Woods being a top 12 wide receiver, so that will need to be disregarded. But in any case, Robert Woods torn ACL, and he is uh, presumably out for the season. That word just came through, as I mentioned, as I was recording. So that is an addendum to the injury report. Welcome back, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All. I can be found on Twitter, at FFKnowItAll. You can also email the show directly, knowitallfantasyfootball at gmail.com. Happy Saturday, everyone, and welcome to week 10 of the fantasy football season. Hopefully, you are all in great shape as we enter the stretch run here in 2021. If you still need some things to break your way, however, you are in the right place. As always, we will go in-depth on every injury that might affect your rosters in Week 10, and maybe even beyond. Then I will provide valuable streaming options to cover your bye weeks or players that might be limited or sidelined. And finally, we will get a leg up on that waiver wire. All season long, I have given you names of players that could perform in a given week and might become top waiver wire pickups the following week that you can pick up now for free, stash them on your roster, and see what happens. It is better to make those guesses and be wrong than not make those guesses at all because then you will be left out in the cold while your league mates scoop up all these players. I'll give you some names in a minute that you wish you had gotten. Take the Ernest Johnson, for example. I mentioned two weeks before when there was first an issue in that backfield with Chubb the first time before uh, before Hunt even got hurt that you should stash Johnson in case because Hunt was nursing an injury at that time. These are the kind of guesses you got to make. This is what I mean by, uh, you know, getting a leg up on the waiver wire or early bird waiver wires because there are things in place that if they play out the right way, you could strike gold. I mentioned Dearness Johnson. Khalil Herbert is another one. While everyone was rushing out to get Damian Williams, I pumped the brakes on that. I told you Khalil Herbert looked better when David Montgomery got hurt, and Herbert was the better running back there in Montgomery's absence. Alex Collins, while he didn't light the world on fire by any stretch, he was the main guy. While Chris Carson is out, he will remain the main guy uh, unless he himself is injured. Rashad Bateman. A great example of this, I mentioned three, four weeks ago, he will get the uh, more amount of play here in the uh, Baltimore receiving core. I'm not high on Hollywood Brown. I'm not even high on Lamar Jackson as a thrower, but Bateman is a talent. They drafted him to be that wide receiver one, and I believe that he will. He might already be, but he is somebody that people have discarded. Uh, Yeah, he was on IR, but not everybody, not every league has an IR spot. Bateman is somebody you should have scooped up. Brandon Ayuk, I told you three weeks ago, grab him, and he is making a comeback here. Debo Samuel is banged up. I think Ayuk will give you value in the stretch run. Dalton Schultz and Pat Fryermuth, 
We'll talk more about Muth after, but Dalton Schultz has been great in Dallas as a, a tight end that you didn't even have to draft. As somebody I told you pick up while people were still clamoring for Blake Jarwin. Now, I have a few names to add to the list today that we'll get to toward the end of the podcast that could help you as you charge toward your fantasy gold. There are a few things worth discussing before we get into the rest of the podcast. Odell Beckham Jr., clearly you know by now that he is on the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Do I care all that much? Not really. He, it's, it, this is an offense that runs through Cooper Cup, to a degree Robert Woods, and Woods is somebody who is surprisingly good. You think of Robert Woods now, and even if you, especially if you have him like I do, and you say, oh, well, he hasn't had a good season. Guys, he's the wide receiver 12. He's a wide receiver one in PPR formats. He just doesn't seem like it because of what Cooper Cup is doing. Those two guys are the primary focal points of the passing game. Beckham, he'll take some work away from Van Jefferson, who I think is the biggest loser in all of this. I don't see Beckham having a great fantasy impact. You guys can take your chances on him if you want. I'm going to pass. No thank you on Beckham. He's been living on one catch for five years. He's passed his prime. No thanks. Cam Newton rejoins the Carolina Panthers. This helps Christian McCaffrey. It helps DJ Moore. You don't want anybody else in that offense. Cam could be as healthy as he's been over the past three years. He's had time to heal. He hasn't played this year. You could see a healthy Cam for the first time since 2018 or so. And that might be enough to right the ship there a little bit. And and perhaps uh, this team could find its way into the playoffs. I'm, uh, now, I'm only speculating. I'm not saying that that's what I predict. But in speaking with a few people, they're happy to get Cam back. They're Carolina fans. I think that, yeah, they ran him out of town. I get it. He needs to stop with the shenanigans and just get on the football field. That's all. But we'll see what, we'll see what happens with Newton. Newton could be a streaming option for you. He is definitely somebody you should own in two quarterback leagues. And if it's a four-point per passing touchdown league where rushing touchdowns count more than six points, pick him up. He is worth at least a bench stash. Now, before we get into the rest of the show, I want to remind everybody that the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast is a proud member of the Skull King Podcasting Network. Make sure you check out www.skullkingsports.com for coverage on all major sports, collegiate athletics, auto racing, MMA fighting, and much, much more. There is also a comprehensive fantasy football uh, page there with articles and all the tools that you need for success. So make sure you check it out, www.skullkingsports.com. Now on to the injuries. Alvin Kamara ruled out this Sunday for the Saints. Julio Jones questionable for the Titans. Hamstring, nothing new there. Uh, Ryan Tannehill missed Friday's practice with an illness, though he is expected to play for the Titans. And Mike White set to return for the Jets. Zach Wilson still sidelined with a knee injury. White's been pretty good, so we'll see what happens when Zach Wilson is cleared to play. A lot of it hinges on how good White is over the next game or two, but I like this kid. I'm rooting for him. Corey Davis, Tevin Coleman, both questionable. Nobody cares about Coleman. Davis, he's a fringe starter if he's available. Zach Moss, still in the concussion protocol for the Bills. Dawson Knox could return after missing the last few games with a broken hand. Antonio Brown 
and Rob Gronkowski will each miss another game for the Bucks, while Chris Godwin remains questionable with a foot injury. Curtis Samuel out for the Washington football team. No question there. Still a groin injury. It's been all season. Antonio Gibson, limited but expected to suit up for the football team. James Robinson, questionable for Jacksonville this week. And that's interesting because they were talking IR a week or so ago. Now they're talking he might play. You got to watch this. It's a heel injury. It could be re-aggravated if he plays. If you're a Robinson owner, keep your eye on it. And we'll talk about Carlos Hyde in a little bit. T.Y. Hilton expected to return to action for Indianapolis. He's been good in the three games he's played. We'll have to see if he's healthy here uh, for the Colts. Jamal Williams expected to miss another game for the Lions. For those of you, myself included, who clamor for DeAndre Swift to get a full workload, here we go. Let's see what happens. Granted, it's not a good matchup against Pittsburgh, but even so, he catches the football. I like his opportunity. I think he's a top five running back. Let's see what happens this week. Chase Claypool out for the Steelers with a toe injury. However, Najee Harris will play despite being limited earlier in the week. Calvin Ridley will miss at least three more games for Atlanta due to a personal issue. Listen, this goes beyond football. Yes, sure. Playing football is a a job. It's, you know, it's entertainment. We all love it. But this is much, much more important. I hope that Ridley can use the time to put whatever demons he's been fighting to rest and return to the football field. I wish him nothing but the best. Michael Gallup returns for Dallas. He looked pretty good before getting injured in week two. All running backs not named Dearness Johnson expected to miss this Sunday's game for the Browns as they face New England. Johnson, of course, is my start of the week. And uh, they are out with the COVID. Uh, They have uh, tested positive for COVID, so they are in the protocol. That makes Johnson uh, the obvious choice here to get 100% of the snaps. I don't see anybody else getting in there and doing anything on the offensive side of the ball from the backfield. Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, both questionable with a concussion. Stevenson more likely to play than Harris. Keep an eye on that. Nikhil Harry is questionable in deeper leagues. Justin Jackson also for deeper leagues, doubtful for the Chargers, quad injury. Keenan Allen is questionable, but expected to play with an injured knee. Chase Edmonds will be out with an ankle sprain, so James Conner owners rejoice. DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, and Kyler Murray all questionable for the Cardinals. I expect Hopkins to play. Moore I would only trot out there in deeper leagues, and of course, if Murray is active, you are starting him. Tim Patrick, speaking of deeper leagues, is questionable for the Broncos, as is Albert O for super deep leagues or tight end premium leagues. And Russell Wilson making a return for the Seahawks against the Packers. That means nothing but good things for these weapons in Seattle. Chris Carson, as I mentioned earlier with the neck, he is on IR for at least one more week. And like I said, I don't expect him, if he does play again this season, he's going to share time. I don't think he can come back and be the guy he once was, but we'll have to wait and see. If you have him, you're keeping him, but he's on IR for at least another week. Aaron Rodgers, questionable. On the reserve COVID list, he tested positive, was not vaccinated, so it's a two-week turnaround at minimum. If he does complete the protocol and test negative today, Saturday, he could start tomorrow. If you're a Rodgers owner, keep your keep 
that in mind, Jordan Love looked very bad. So Rodgers' return will only mean good things for Adams and definitely Aaron Jones. And I guess A.J. Dillon to another degree. Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire not expected to be activated ahead of Sunday's game off of IR. So again, it will be Daryl Williams and it will be a smidge of gore as well. For those of you who run a business, you most likely have an outdated website set up if you even have one set up at all. That's where the folks at Bove Design come into play. They have all the tools that you need to set your business up for success. You can find samples of their custom work at bove.design on Instagram. That's B-O-V-E dot design. Whether it's a new site from scratch, updates to an older website, or custom artwork such as banners or logos, Bove Design has got you covered. Hit Rob the owner up on Instagram to find out how they can help your business succeed. That's bove.design, B-O-V-E dot design. Week 10 streamers. Carson Wentz. Now, surprisingly, I like Wentz this year. I've been down on him in the past, but this year he's provided his owners with more than 20 fantasy points in all but two games. And those games were back when he was battling two uh, injured ankles. So I'm giving him a pass with that. This week, he's going up against the Jags defense coming off a huge performance against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I don't see that as a repeatable feat. I believe there's a letdown coming for Jacksonville. So this is a game where I like Carson Wentz a lot. My top quarterback streamer of the week, Russell Gage. He's assumed the de facto wide receiver one role in Atlanta for the Falcons. A combined 14 targets in two of the last three games for Atlanta. Donovan Peoples-Jones, another guy that you could possibly fill in your flex. Three touchdowns in four games for the Browns with OBJ gone. Less mouths to feed in this offense. So uh, DPJ, somebody else you can look at, especially in deeper leagues or PPR leagues. Tight end streamers that I like the most here is Pat Fryermuth. Three straight games, six or more targets, three touchdowns over the last two weeks. He has developed chemistry with Big Ben, who, as we know from history, does lean on his tight ends. Streaming defenses here, DSTs. My favorite is the Titans who face a depleted Saints offense with Trevor Simeon at the helm. No Alvin Kamara in this one either. No Michael Thomas. A juicy matchup for Tennessee. I love it. Stream the Titans if you can, if they're available. The Eagles are another DST that I like. They face Denver. The Broncos, while they can put up points, are not an offensive juggernaut by any means. Teddy Bridgewater is not going to throw 400 yards. They're not going to put up 40 points. A turnover here or there, possibly a pick six, and the Eagles will be a great option for you. Now, beat the waiver wire targets. I have four this week, two running backs and two wide receivers. Mark Ingram is the first I want to talk about. Sure, he could be a streamer given... Uh, Alvin Kamara's injury, but we don't know how long Alvin Kamara is going to be hurt. We don't know how long he's going to be out. He could be banged up for a few weeks. Mark Ingram is a guy you can grab now at 49% ownership, put on your roster, and he could be a low-end running back two or a high-end running back three or flex when Kamara's in there. But when Kamara's not there, he's a borderline running back one in this offense. I, I understand how crazy it is to say that, but he looked good last year for Baltimore. So Ingram is a guy, grab him if you can. He could have a big week this week and then be the number one priority next week on your waiver wire. Carlos Hyde, 
is another guy, 19% owned. I talked about James Robinson. We don't know about this heel injury. It could be worse than we know. They were talking IR. He re-aggravates it. And the next thing you know, Carlos Hyde is the guy for the rest of the year. You cannot turn away a running back that's going to get that volume. He had 21 carries last week. That's huge. 21 carries on a team. Now, granted, that, that was a win in, in Buffalo. And they may not be in close games. The team is getting better. And again, volume is something that you can't find, especially on the waiver wire. 81% ownership, I mean, uh, 81% availability for Hyde makes him a must add, in my opinion. On to wide receivers. We talked about T.Y. Hilton, 25% owned. He's been great when in there. Sure, he's got an injury history. I get it. He could have a good game this week. Put him on the waiver wire. I'm sure you have worse options on your team. You could have a Lions wide receiver. You could have Alan Lazard. You could have, uh, you know, maybe Corey Davis. I'm not sure how I feel about him. You could have Curtis Samuel that you're hoping comes back eventually. You could have Beckham. I would drop all of those guys and pick up T.Y. Hilton just in case. Elijah Moore is the last guy I want to talk about. 20 targets over the past three games. 36% ownership. The Jets are looking better. Mike White is looking pretty good. Moore has emerged as the guy they hoped he was when they drafted him. Again, 36% ownership. He he can be a a, a right-away play flex-wise and a borderline wide receiver too. If you could find that now heading into the playoffs, get him on your roster because there could be some injuries coming up that you don't foresee. If he was available in any of my leagues, that I need a wide receiver, I would already have him. So that's going to do it. Thank you again for tuning in and listening to the podcast. I want to thank everybody who participates in any way possible, whether it is just by listening, whether it is by contacting me, we talk about sports, we we go over advice, or those who contribute. Kevin, Chris, and Temi, the amazing music, Matt Bacon, the color scheme and concept, and of course, The folks at Bove Design for the amazing logo. All of you guys are amazing. I will talk to you guys on uh, on Thursday. We're going to perhaps talk about how my leagues are doing, what players I like, which ones I want to drop. And I will give you a list of some players that I feel are fraudulent players. So look out for that next week. Until then, continue to do everything that you guys can do to obliterate your competition. I'll talk to you guys next week. Don't forget the day When you reach up the way